baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's a shocking upset for Nikki Haley in Nevada as nearly 63% of the Republican primary vote goes to none of these candidates instead of her. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so you're running against absolutely nobody. Yeah. They're like, hey, we'll take nobody over you, 60% of us. So the word is getting out about Nikki Haley. Um, since I've been talking about her, I've been doing a lot of talk radio interviews across the country. Shocked people are like, she just seems so nice. I thought she was conservative. I'm like, no, she's not only like a rhino would be great. She's like flat out a Democrat. That's why her coffers are still full because Democrats are filling them. Uh, normal candidates who run in primaries who are actually Republicans like, I don't know, Ron DeSantis, um, even Vivek Ramaswamy, when you lose to Trump, you have to drop out because your donors stop writing checks because they're Republicans. That doesn't apply to Nikki Haley because her donors kept writing checks because they're Democrats. They, they are literally running a Democrat in our primary. We've seen rhinos and liberal Republicans before. That's not new. John McCain, Mitt Romney, yeah. Uh, that's not what she is. She is the first Democrat running our primary openly by the Democrats. Very historic. So it's taken a while for word to spread because they don't know her across the rest of the country like we know her here, but they're figuring it out. That's what this shows in Nevada. They're, they're figuring it out. 60% of the vote went to no, not Nikki. There wasn't even another person. They were choosing. So that's good that Republican voters are getting this because this is a replacement strategy. The Democrats, again, so convinced they're going to put Trump in prison. They have now moved on to picking his replacement in our primary. This is what is going on, and she is their chosen replacement. So um, this is exactly the chop block. I've been hoping that Republicans would figure this out, because a lot of Republicans Lee, aren't tuned in, no. because in their minds, yeah, Trump's got it, he's fine, she's not going to beat him. They think this is a normal year. Well, she's number two, who cares? I'm not paying attention to her. Well, yeah, but number two could be number one um, if they put Trump in prison. So... That's the Democrats are out there trying to prove to choose our nominee, Lee, and we, we got to stay no, 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 no. And the best way to do it is to chop blocker politically in South Carolina. Well, there seriously doesn't seem to be any path forward from here, period. Well, it, there does, though, when you have Democrat money. Democrats are calling the shots here. I mean, there was no shot. There was no shot for DeSantis because his money got cut off. But hers is Democrat well, money. So that Democrat matter. money didn't buy, buy her much in Nevada, did it? No, it didn't. Well, I don't think it's are... going to buy much here in South Carolina either. Well, I don't know. People are catching on. Let me tell you why. Because I've been out on the coast. It's a talk radio wasteland out there. So, I mean, we go to we go to Columbia now. It's like half the state, basically, right? Well, um, I'm telling you, half the state has no idea who this woman is, nor have they ever. The talk radio out there on the coast, nice people, but God bless them. There ain't any news in that talk radio. They, I mean, these people have no clue what's going on in half the state. So that's where she's going to concentrate. You're going to see her go out there and try to capitalize on people who still think she's a Republican and conservative may not have heard that, you know, Hillary's chief Wall Street fundraiser, again, Jamie Dimon, a self-described Democrat, is fundraising for her. Now, I think that's so, certainly part of it, but I still think that there is a significant portion of, of 
Republicans, in air quotes, uh, down along the from the Midlands on down that buy into her version of Republican part of politics. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, you know, I lived in Charleston. I've lived out there. I mean, they they are very rhino. They're very Republican, almost Democrat. And and some of them may vote sometimes for Democrats. So especially in the Charleston area and what yeah. that attracts. So that's her whole thing. And what she needs, she doesn't, she's not going to beat Trump. She already told us that on Saturday Night Live. She doesn't expect it. What they need is enough Democrats to swamp this primary to get her to at least 43%. Ideal would be 45 because she could say, hey, I've gained over what I did in New Hampshire. And, um, you know, I still am the heir apparent. I own the mantle to this party. That is what she wants to claim. You're, you're right about that. There yeah. needs to be a significant, in, in order for this to be over, there needs to be a very significant victory for Trump in this yes. state. Yeah. Very it's, significant. It's weird. We've never seen this, Lee, yeah. like in a primary. That's weird. Normally you win, you win, right? Well, but, we're, we're going to see a whole lot of things we've never seen before because we're going to wind up with a president who is then still going to be under indictment or mm-hmm. if not already convicted on something with appeals going on to uh, the Supreme Court and others where they're still trying to remove a president from office. That's because because at this point, it looks like Trump's not, I'm not saying he's a shoe in, but there's a very good likelihood that he's going to get elected. And yet the Democrats, as we always say, they're going to use every single tool at their disposal every single time. And they will continue the lawfare against a sitting president. Oh, yeah. And like nothing we've ever seen. I'm going to break yeah. all that down today because I actually understand this court calendar it took me a long time to do it. Um, which is what they're counting on. And we thank you for your sacrifice of your time, too. Cause thank you. That takes some study, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Try doing that during wrestling practice. See if you can <laughs> follow it yourself. I, yeah, I, I would you. be wrestling with but, trying um, to figure that out. Yeah, the drum and all that. Because my son's got a big wrestling tournament coming up uh, this weekend. So we're Pen him to the mat. Let's go. Dressing out over that. So, yeah, all that going on at one time. And I'm going to explain and make it really simple. Um, what happened in court yesterday with that uh, circuit court ruling saying Trump does not have immunity is very good for Trump. It's very bad for us, yeah. Republican voters. I'm going to explain why that is. Jonathan Turley got almost all the way there, but not all the way there. Um, he's still looking at the court system as if it's normal yeah. and will function in a normal right. way. And exactly. that is the flaw. Yeah. He's brilliant, yeah. but that is the flaw in his analysis. Whenever he says, well, typically I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 uh, uh, no, because that court, that's the January 6th court, okay? Chutkin is the January 6th judge. You keep reading about the outrage of, wow, some guy took a selfie and got 18 years. Uh, yeah, that's that judge, okay? Mm-hmm. She's a Marxist. She is a law partner at Hunter Biden's law firm that did the, did the deals with Burisma, okay? That's what you're dealing with right there. Um, that did the bioweapons deals, did the deals that if Vladimir Putin were to lay that out, say, for, I don't know, Tucker Carlson in an interview, Americans might be shocked about what goes on in this country. So uh, the deep state's in a full panic this morning. they got to stop Trump. It's, it's a mess. But that everything, Lee, in our country now, because of lawfare, is not going to come down to the vote of the people. It's going to come down to the yeah. calendar. Mm-hmm. And that federal court controls that calendar. And it's not going to be used in the way that a federal court has ever used a calendar. And I know federal court calendars really well because I covered federal court as a reporter for several years. And I know what it's like to try to schedule a vacation. Funny how things come around. Democrats always complained about George W. Bush being elected because of a court vote. Yeah, you're right. Wait and long now, enough. And, and wait long enough. And now they're going to want to be able to kick a president out with a court vote. Right. And call it legitimate exactly. democracy. Exactly. Yeah, right. democracy. Right. Democracy. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all very yeah. democratic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
All right. So what did you yesterday was wildly. What's in, what's at the top of your list? What was, um, just I, th- I thought it was interesting about the Mayorkas thing, about yeah. how that played out, because basically it was a tie. <clears throat> and then you have Moore, who is in the Republican leadership, changing his vote, which is rarely done in the House, apparently, of course, what I've read, according to Fox News here, mm-hmm. happens in the Senate a fair amount, but not so much in the House. And of course, the reason he changed his vote is so that he could be on the winning side of the vote so it can be brought back up for another vote. That's a procedural thing. Yes. But that was smart. And I'm glad that he did that. Uh, but you have three Republicans that basically changed the tide here. And, um, you know, if that had not been a tie vote and, of course, if Scalise had been there not doing undergoing cancer treatment, it, it might have been completely different. You would have had it. But this is still not going to get anywhere in the Senate. And, and I guess that's the sad part, um, that uh, even if they did uh, impeach uh, uh, Mayorkas and, and send that trial over to the Senate, um, that Senate's never going to convict Mayorkas. No, but and there'd at be least pl- there'd be several Republicans like Mitt Romney and others who'd probably, you know, vote to not to um, convict. But at least we can say yes. that he was impeached just as they will with Trump. They'll say he was impeached. Right, right. If, if it had happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because the House. Yeah. Because they can, you can get a House vote all day long. But good luck getting in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Trump wasn't convicted in the Senate. So. Right. But they'll say he was impeached. We yeah. could say if we were smart, we would use the rhetoric. That's what you're going for. You're going for the talking point. The guy yeah. was so bad. Yeah. He was the first, um, you know, cabinet member impeached since like what was it 1876 was it 76 okay yeah i believe that's the date it was late 1800s yes yeah but you know they can always trot out two rhinos uh to vote last time was patrick mchenry and virginia wolf who you folks up there in north carolina you need to get rid of her she's a mess so this is whoever's turn to you know to save uh, the open borders is trotted out now um but uh it's just awful you know what's really annoying here too we do the dumbest things, okay, as a party. Yeah, I know. Number one, we knew, and I said, um, George Santos, why would you throw him out? He had a more than 95% conservative rating. We needed that vote yesterday. And if you're going to throw Santos out, if that's the deal, the Democrats are demanding, hey, he's been, you know, indicted. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll kick him out. Why don't you kick your senator out over yeah. there who's been indicted, your Democrat senator? Twice. Been indicted twice. twice. Been indicted twice. Why don't you kick him out first? Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll vote with you to kick him out, yeah. and then we'll kick Santos out. And see, that's the thing. But Republicans we don't. won't they Republicans will always play by the rules and Democrats will never play by the rules. They'll make their own rules up as they go along. And with Kev walking out like he did, yeah. oh, that was yeah. the other vote. Yeah, Kev did go. that on There's purpose. One, yeah. He did that on purpose yeah, to narrow down that yeah. Republican majority. Kev is a Republican and thank God the former. I love the word former. Former speaker, bye-bye, Kev. But he screwed us on the way out the door uh, by not being around for these votes. And there were several smart people, commentators, saying, hey, listen, he needs to stay there and vote with the crew. Um, and that's why he left, because he's, he's, he's even in leaving, he's helping the Democrats. Those two votes yesterday would have impeached Mayorkas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we do dumb things yep. that the Democrats wouldn't do. You would think eventually Republicans would run out of feet, feet to shoot at. <laughs> Yeah, there's only because two, but I mean... All, we're always shooting ourselves in the foot. We've, I know. You know. Yeah, sometimes I wonder how accidental it is. Anyway, well, I'm going to... Oh, yeah, really. I'm going to break down this whole... But you know what? That, here's, I don't want to take away from this, though. This was a good week. This was the week the Uniparty... We lost some of these battles, yes, mm-hmm. but we won the big one. This is the week the Uniparty learned they have lost control of the House. That has not happened since George W. Bush was in office. Because we have a speaker, Mike Johnson, who is far from perfect, and I was wailing on him just three days ago, and we'll continue to do so. But he said, no, we're not even taking a stupid bill up. That is progress. Huge press. So we've had some big wins this week. 
Um, very excited about this. We are making progress. So, all right, I'm going to break down the federal court schedule coming up because the federal court schedule is the election now. It's it's everything. And I'll explain what's going on with that coming up. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, so here's what happened yesterday. Circuit court rules Trump doesn't have immunity. So what does that mean? I don't expect the Supreme Court to take this up, okay? Most legal experts don't. Uh, Just because the idea of giving any president immunity for whatever he does in office, uh, (laughs) kind of scary. Oh, me, no. I didn't mean to send those people off to the concentration camp for disagreeing with me politically, because that's where we're headed. I mean, just look at the censorship news in the last week. I mean, we're learning that the Biden administration has moved on to banning books. What's next? Burning books? Internment camps? I mean, I, I don't know. They're going right down the old list of the last century. Every authoritarian regime, they're checking every box. I still can't believe they demanded censorship of books on Amazon. And books that were correct, it turns out, about the shot. I've got a bunch of stuff on the shot today. We now have these medical journals around the world, credible ones, like the ones in the Nature Journal family, publishing studies, saying, oh, wow, we need to stop this shot. This is so dangerous. We need to take it off the child vaccination uh, schedule. Oh, you didn't know that? You must be listening to the mainstream media. Yeah, they wouldn't tell you that. They'd tell you to get your kid the shot. So crazy stuff going on this morning. Here's what happened with Trump. I don't expect the Supreme Court to hear this, but Trump has a right to appeal it. Uh, And it's long and boring legalese, but the bottom line is, well, here's here's Laura Ingram kind of beginning to explain it. I mean that the case will necessarily be heard before the November election. Remember, Trump has 90 days to appeal this to the high court. Then it's not clear that the court would even expedite the petition, leading to further delay. Oh, they'll expedite it. Everybody's going to expedite. Let me tell you what. Everybody's on the Trump tray. See, this is this legal analysis. I could barely play it. I'm like, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. No, it's not. No, you're you, normal time. She's right. Yes, normal cases they would not. But this is this is get time. This is get Trump time. This, so this, none of the normal rules apply. Anybody who says, well, normally in the courts, yet yeah, threat, turn the TV off. They don't get it. Not worth listening to. Here's the deal. If they manage to do something that never happens in federal court, but it will, I guarantee you, happen this time. If they hit every deadline just right, I'm talking about the Democrats who are running the D.C. court system, Trump's trial will start on June 20th. Now, assuming there's a snag somewhere, something they can't control, let's suppose they it ends up a month later than that. So we're talking about middle July. That's right in the middle of the nominating convention. Oh, well, what does that mean? I don't know. He may be in an ankle monitoring. Wait, weird. 
Did James Comey not tell us he'd be in an ankle monitoring bracelet at the, if he was even allowed to go to the convention? Why did James Comey say that, former director of the FBI? When was anybody remember? See, I do. It was in June of last year. I went, what? He's literally right on schedule to end up in an ankle monitoring bracelet, if not in a holding cell, by the nominating convention. So there were a lot of people yesterday, legal experts, and I know they know a lot more than me about the law, um, but they do not know a lot more than us about lawfare. You, me, all of us, we're all qualified to comment on lawfare. So whatever the shortest schedule is, Trump is going to be tried. Here's the problem. You, me, we want this trial to start yesterday. You and me want this trial to start in March when it was originally supposed to start. Why? We need to know by the nominating convention if Donald Trump's going to be a felon. felon. Let me tell you why. Rasmussen just pulled likely voters on this. 30% of Trump voters are like, well, I won't vote for him if he's convicted. Rasmussen is a right-wing pollster. Just letting that sink in for a minute. 30% of Trump voters. So that would be what? Is it going to be the hardcores? No. Is it going to be the people listening to this show? No, I know. You're going to text me. I'll still vote for him. Yeah, I know. I get it. You're a talk radio listener. When we're talking about the 30%, we're talking about the independence we need to win. We need to have a conversation about this. We need to see before the nominating convention whether he will be convicted. So this is... Good for Trump. Trump wants to put this off as long as possible. It's really bad for us in terms of having that one last decision. Hey, do we want to try running with a convicted felon? Yeah, I know it's not fair. Yeah, I know it's fake. Yeah, I know it's lawfare. I know it's ridiculous. I've laid that out exhaustively. But when you poll independents on this, when you poll Trump supporters on this, when you poll people who are like, I don't like Trump or Biden, I guess I'll vote for Trump. What if he's convicted? Oh, hell no. That, I, I mean, so we've seen this poll after poll after poll after poll, polls from the right, polls from the left. He loses 20, 30 percentage points of his voters at that point. They're going to fall for it. That's just the reality. I can't help it. I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot me. So these people running around saying, oh, no, I heard it on Fox News this morning and they are not doing a service to our side. They're not. You need the truth right now. Uh, and saw it, yeah, I did there. Oh, no, it's, it'll drag out. It's not going to be heard till after the election. Nah. Now, that would be true with the normal federal court schedule. I, was, as a reporter, covered federal court for a lot of years, and I know what court schedules are like. And the legal experts they're hauling out right now on Fox News, who are quite frankly so delusional, I'd like to be on the drugs they're on. They're correct for a normal court case. Yes, it would not be heard till after the election. But this is get Trump. And this is is the federal district of D.C., a place that voted what? 90% Democrat, over 90. It's like 91, 92. These are all liberal Marxist Democrat judges, okay? None of the normal rules apply. They're going to be just in a hurry to get Trump. Now, if you want to know what to pay attention to, pay attention to this. Tanya Chuckin, who is the Marxist liberal judge, who, by the way, is a law partner in the Burisma firm that Hunter Biden worked with when they were sewing bioweapons all over the world. Nasty, nasty people. She's a hardcore Marxist Obama judge, okay? She is firmly in the get Trump camp, okay? She's not going to be like, well, I don't know. I'll see what the calendar said. No, this is all get Trump, okay? Chuckin puts this out, okay? This is a smoke signal to her team. 
Listen to what Chuckin says. And Laura Ingram correctly zeroes in on it. The bigger news came out of uh, a court, of course, with U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin, where she reportedly said that I hope not to be in the country on August 5th. If she is, she says it's because she's in trial in another matter that has not yet returned to my calendar. Of course, that's President Trump's case. And if that's the timeline, it's well after the Republican National Convention, where Trump is expected to officially become the GOP nominee. Yeah, and there's no point of return for us at that point. What happens in August, Democrat nominating convention? Once again today, the New York Post is running another article saying Michelle Obama's been telling people she's, she's going to run since 22. What they want, their strategy is we lock them in. We lock them in at our nominating convention in July, and then boom, there comes the felony conviction. And then, oh, Joe... Yeah, Joe's bowing out. Hey, meet your new candidate, Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom or anybody. It doesn't matter. You run against a convicted Trump. They're going to win. Gavin Newsom's dog would win against a convicted Trump. That is what the polls are telling us. I hate it. But the American people, at least so far, are going to fall for this. When you look at Trump and what his strategy is, it is literally to ignore all the major issues for the most part and to run the campaign from the steps of the courthouse. Hey, I'm being persecuted and hope the American people get it. I don't have that much faith in the American people. I, just, I mean, I don't. And the Democrats have already done a historic ad buy, buying up a lot of the ad space while Ronna McDaniel, sorry, Ronna Romney McDaniel, head of the RNC, was busy picking her nose, getting Botox on the donor's dime, and ordering flower arrangements. Oh, and flying around in private jets, yes. Uh, she's too busy doing that to, you know, plan a ground game or... <laughs> anything like that, or, you know, raise enough money to buy the commercial slot. So guess who is going to be defining the story? It will be the Democrats with this historic ad buy. We've never seen a $250 million ad buy before. Them's the stakes. So Trump's hoping for free media coverage from the courthouse steps saying, I am being persecuted, and that will make the American people mad enough. They'll vote for Trump. And that is the dice, the roll of the dice, we're going to bet the whole republic on. I mean, wow. So we start the week off this week learning that Joe Biden is censoring books, banning books on Amazon, that the Biden White House is terrorizing Amazon uh, wants books that are correct on the shot uh, removed or algorithm down so no one sees them. So he is now a book banner. Isn't that incredible from the left? And tells us, oh, Trump would be a, a, a dictator. Uh, wow. <laughs> no, you, you already are a dictator. But what you're about to hear from Tucker Carlson, who, was, who recorded this in Russia, We'll drop your jaw. This isn't America anymore. I don't recognize this country. I don't know what this country is, but this isn't America anymore. This is Tucker Carlson talking about interviewing Vladimir Putin. If, you, if you're on Twitter, you see that Tucker Carlson and Putin's names together are trending again and again and again as the deep state goes absolutely wild trying to stop him from interviewing Vladimir Putin. The Biden administration goes wild trying to stop him from interviewing Putin. I'm going to tell you why that is in a minute. Long-time listeners of my Battleground America partnership po- podcast know exactly why. 
because Putin has explained, as has Russia, since more than a year before the war, when they asked us to shut down the bioweapons labs, that Hunter Biden was not only funding through Rosemont Seneca and Meta Bayata, who also helped to develop COVID at the Wuhan lab, he was not only funding those, he was the gut, the go-between for the Pentagon and Burisma, the Pentagon, in the Pentagon's bioweapons program on the Russian border in violation of international treaties. And all the Russians wanted was for us to remove the deadly bioweapons labs. Now, in America, uh, the censors and the fact checkers call that fake news. But if you read the UK Daily Mail, as we have many times, it's documented fact. Start with this question that no one in Congress seems to want to ask Hunter Biden or anyone around him. Why'd you have a Pentagon? Email address, you're just a crackhead. Then ask, what are we doing with Black and Vetch? That's so weird. What's Black and Vetch doing with Metabiota? You funded Metabiota, didn't you? Wow, the board members of Echo Health Alliance and Rosemont Seneca sit on the Metabiota board, and people on the Metabiota board sit on the board of Echo Health Alliance. And, and what did y'all make again? You made, uh, you made, that's right, you made COVID. And those guys, those exact guys, were building bioweapons labs that were leaking pathogens and making people sick. Where on a Russian border? And in ethically Russian places. And Vladimir Putin, the Russian people, demanded an inspection of those labs for 18 months before that invasion. They wanted international inspectors to come in here, in there, who are not Russian or American because they were killing people. It was biowarfare. Ethnically targeted biowarfare. See the problem here? See, normally they got this thing under control. See, Vladimir Putin, who's explained this exhaustively in India and Asia, they all know all this. You don't know it. What if he was to do an unfiltered interview with Tucker Carlson and tell you this stuff? What if you were start to, to start to Google, as I have, and find out it's been covered on the front pages of places like the UK Daily Mail, Times of India, Times of Asia? Credibly. That you live in a delusional reality and we are on the, war, the brink of World War III, which is what Tucker Carlson's trying to stop. I could do a whole show on this. But I want you to hear this. I want you to hear how gone our government is when you hear this. This is Tucker Carlson from Russia, and he's talking about how the Biden administration is desperately trying to stop him from interviewing Putin. Well, I, I bet he is. I bet they are, given Biden's direct financial co- connection to illegal bio labs violating international treaties in Russia and around the Russia border. I mean, in Ukraine and on the Russia border, I, I bet that he's unleashed the hounds of hell from the deep state on Tucker. I got no doubt about it. Listen to this, folks. Listen to this. Tucker Carlson, y'all. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States and we want it to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group, nor are we charging people to see the behind paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing shot live to tape and unedited 
on our website, TuckerCarlson.com. See, there's the problem. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. But you have no reason to be afraid of it. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, you can decide for yourself. Damn. Just damn. Folks, understand something, okay? Interviewing Vladimir Putin's no big deal. NBC did it in 2021. Do you know that? 2021. Yeah. Hanging out with dictators because you think it's cool? No big deal. Gavin Newsom just did that. This is literally the same dictator who zip-tied Uyghurs, Muslim dissidents in China, for merely practicing their religion and shipped them to concentration camps. And Gavin Newsom's palling around with them. They love themselves a dictator. They wish they could be like Chairman Xi and brutalize people like China. And they're saying he's palling around with a dictator? Oh, I'm sorry, Exhibit A is Gavin Newsom. Let's keep going from there. So this is all pretend, pretend. This is pretend. They can't control it. And with Elon Musk not in prison yet, the Department of Justice is still pursuing him. They can't censor this. And they're in total stone cold panic. It's so much fun. I love it. So, freak out over, um, freak out over Tucker Carlson going to Russia to interview Putin. Notice he's hanging out in Russia a few weeks before, not here. Did you catch that? There's a reason for that. I don't know how far they'll go to stop this interview, but they'll go far. Folks, understand, interviewing Putin's not a revolutionary act. Again, NBC News, which was freaking out, they were freaking out over it yesterday, they did it as recently as 2021. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's that they can't censor it. When you've got Elon Musk agreeing, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run it on cut. And they haven't managed to put Elon Musk in prison yet uh, to get a hold of Twitter. They're, they're in a cult panic over this. What the American people could see and could know. I don't know if you know how bad it is out right now over, over there in Europe. They are trying to get into World War III, just as the president of Belarus told us they would be doing right now. And he said it was because this is an election year in Europe and here. American people are just kept so dumb. NATO, including our troops, 90,000 of them are doing war drills for World War III. Germany leaked their military, whether accidentally or on purpose, that they plan to go to war, World War III with Russia. Oddly, their date for it is 2025. How do you know you're going to be World War III by 2025? How do you know that? But they've scheduled it, so that's really weird. Anyway, um, yeah, and then I don't know if you've noticed this. You probably haven't because it hasn't been played up here. Sweden just declared that it is going to war with Russia a couple weeks ago. Swedish people are being told, buy flashlights, buy water, store food. By the leaders of NATO and their own military leaders. What? And then the UK announces their military guys. Oh, yeah, we're going to war with Russia. Hey, we've already penciled it in on the calendar. 
Tucker Carlson, God bless him, is trying to stop World War III, and the American people are sleeping, walking right to it. I actually don't think they'll do the war before uh, they'll schedule the war before the election. I think they're going to schedule it for after the election, and they're going to use it for a massive crackdown, like the big censorship crackdown. They really want that they don't that they fear doing until they prove that we can't win anymore at the national level. It's all on the table. Did you know any of that about the ninety thousand troops? They are drilling for World War III right now. And they're telling you, as if fact, Russia's going to attack Poland. Or Russia is going to take out a nuclear reactor in Ukraine, as if fact. And Russia's like, no, we're not, we're not, we don't want Poland. That's a NATO country. Are you kidding me? We'd start World War III. We don't want to die. We're not doing that. Because they have some sense. Uh, they're not good people. Their leaders aren't. The Russian people are good people, but not their leaders. They got some sense. But it doesn't matter. Germany, France, America, and the UK, and Sweden have all decided on World War III, and they are barreling toward it. And Tucker Carlson's trying to stop it, and that is where the panic is. They can't control him. They can't censor him because Elon Musk won't let him. It's, it's, it's fun, but it's also very scary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 